Hi there, I'm Glenn Savile, and you're listening to the Always Race Day podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 158 of the Always Race Day podcast. Got the number right that time. Uh, suck it, everyone that hates on me in the opposite realm. But I'm Connor Ferguson, uh, here with Josh Gerlach and uh, Damon Helgevald, uh, bringing you the, uh, the dirt portion of the show. You guys have been long awaiting. We've been putting off doing this a little bit uh we got really busy schedules um none of us well i do it full-time you guys are not full-time employees or anything like that um but yeah we'll, we'll get locked and loaded into in, in into everything uh that we'll talk about tonight in a second here but i want to give uh thanks to the carl auto group for uh being our presenting sponsor uh as you guys know uh if you're in need of a car if you're looking for a car go out and get yourself one i know matt weaver has been driving this beat up super i almost called it the subaru this beat up silverado that has been all over the country had like over four hundred thousand miles on it he finally got himself a new car don't know if he went to the carl auto group but he lives in alabama so that could be difficult but just imagine if he did how cool would that have been right you can get yourself set up with a new car and everyone will tell you congratulations and they will say sayonara to your old car along with you so damon it's game week for you guys it is it is finally game week for the first time since uh last february i'm kind of excited man i'm not gonna lie did you just pull into your driveway I am currently backing up to pull into the driveway, yes. Okay, so to, for everyone that didn't get to see this before the show, I, was, I all I said was it wouldn't be bad for our ratings if you were filming while driving and got into an accident while we were recording a podcast. But see, you wanted me to get I did not. I never said that. I said it wouldn't be That's, bad for us. That is what you're manifesting because is, you want better no, you're just I, a rating. You're just a ratings whore. Damon, yeah. if, if I I'm could hope for you to get into a car crash, you could do it without being on a podcast. And that would be way worse to do the same exact thing without being on the show. Like what doing it on the show is more of a positive. You're on the, the comment. No, I, don't history. I don't think it is. I think it's pr the, quite the contrary, actually. Uh, no, 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 no. You're good. Our fans will love that. I don't think they will. But, <laughs> uh, but no, I'm I'm excited, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. Got a really young team this year. So um, if I look like I have less hair, it's because I do. Oh, you're going the uh, Matt Campbell approach. Well, I have to. Anyone, <laughs> the cards that I was dealt. Anyone get investigated over the summer? Or are you guys good? No, no, we don't have any gambling issues here. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the announcers on the TV set on Saturday, that's a, that's solely an Iowa State thing. That is an Iowa State issue. <laughs> yes, program, as we all know, right? Man, oh, man, what wild times. Let, let's, it's a good transition here. So uh, talking about wild times, Jade Avedesian uh, wins the Extreme Outlaw National Midget Series Championship. Uh, first ever female to accomplish that feat, winning any kind of national midget uh, dirt racing championship. Uh, and she did it at 17 years old. Now, I wanted to bring this up because there's a couple layers to it. So first lap issues, she gets into Chase McDermott. Didn't look like a move you really had to make. It seems like in midget racing that moves that it, it, 
just shows that drivers don't have patience and that's what that's the type of moves we're seeing all over the place uh throughout the entire sport um with those cars and with the drivers that are in those cars and it's it's not a great look on things but i wanted to get your guys opinions obviously that doesn't happen every night there's good midget races no one no one can argue with that um but when a move that the eventual champion made in the finale race in the race where she's fighting with another competitor to you know ultimately win the title on points she makes a move that wrecks like 14 cars i don't think i've seen more cars involved in a wreck in my time watching dirt racing at the very least uh do you guys think that that move that style of driving and and what she did takes anything away from that title on saturday i say absolutely not like i'm not going to hold her to a higher standard than anybody else and i mean you could argue that that he could have lifted too seeing that she was coming up the track and you don't have any of that issue um but I've never driven a race car and I, I don't know, you know, stuff like that's happening quickly. Or a pro and, you know, it, yeah. Right. You have to keep Not that. You have to keep that yeah. on. Yeah. No, no, absolutely not. I, I couldn't even hang with that. The real pros. Um, but no, like, I mean, you see it midgets, they have the big, you know, the nerf bars on the side and it's a pretty physical way of racing in those cars as it is. And I mean, everybody has seen the stupid moves that, that happen fairly often as well. But I don't, I don't think that Jade went into that corner, especially on the first lap. And, and if, you know, if you listen to her after the race, she talked about how nervous she was and stuff too. So it looked like she probably just made a mistake. And unfortunately, for half the field, maybe uh, they had to pay for it. Would she have? Would she have lost that title? Like, is is that a possible? Was that a possibility? Uh, it, it happened on lap one, so you could argue either way. Okay. The only reason I ask is like, you know, we, we sit here and we talk about drivers making moves to win win titles, to win races, right? I get it's on lap one, but let's say she doesn't make that move. Is there a chance she doesn't win that title then? You know? Yeah, it's a, it's a good debate to be had. I, I will also throw in, and someone's going to get pissed off this female sports being on the rise, you know, whatever, whatever, however you want to phrase that to your own liking her winning that race. There was, I think Bob Poggers tweeted about her. There was big racing journalists and big people in racing that were noticing her winning that title because I think one is her age. I think two is that she's female and whether you think that's right or not, that's what is happening. I think if everyone was right in the world, they would be paying attention to it anyways, like we do here. But um, yeah, it was getting attention because of that. Much like I'm not an asphalt late model guy, but that dude getting hit while the guy's going to go do a burnout that we talked about on the show last night, like that, that is absolutely something that gets out in these realms of racing and one is good and one is bad. Right. And I think you just got to celebrate it and, and move on and hope that as maturity, um, as drivers get more mature and older, uh, in age that they'll wisen up and, uh, you know, you got to teach them that that's not cool either. I, and obviously 
I don't think these kids are just out there doing it because like, oh, look, I to- totally doored that guy. Like, got him. Like, I'm, I'm a cool kid. And I think it's just more of a, it's a cutthroat league and it's move or be moved, if that makes sense. I hope I wrap that up properly. Yeah, I think it's, no, it I, is a symptom. I, I think a that's a good point. Yeah, go ahead, man. I was just, you know, I was saying, I think it's a good point. Like it's, you know, it, it's a move or be moved situation. And it's, again, at the end of the day, a lot of them are still, you know, younger drivers trying to make it in the sport, right? Like they're trying to impress and be the next Christopher Bell, be the next Kyle Larson. And exactly. if you if, if you don't make that kind of a situation, that kind of a move, you're going to, you know, you're possibly costing yourself the next ride up the ladder. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. So um, props to Jade uh, for winning that one. Hell of a hell of a season for her. And uh, that's a big, big deal um, for those reasons I, you mentioned as well. Yeah. And I mean, if you like, I thankfully I haven't seen a lot of the hate about it being a girl and all that stuff. I don't even look at it. It is a big deal. That, that a There's woman been far won. less of it this that, year. So yes, that's refreshing. Those um, people that, it, it is a big deal, but she also earned it. Like, uh, you know, take the, the names off of this. You know, she's got the second most top tens, second most top fives tied for the, or excuse me, tied for the second most wins in the season. She absolutely earned it. And it, it, you know, there was contact in that last race. It is what it is in my opinion. Awesome. To her. You guys want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the world of outlaws. Do we have enough time? <laughs> we, don't have, we don't have to take a big, a big break either. Do we? Uh, we don't have to take a break or anything, but we got a lot to touch on. Um, so I don't, I think, I think I, it's only fair for me to start with why I didn't go on Saturday. Um, I, I didn't just sit at home, everybody. Uh, I ended up, um, having some, uh, dinners with some family members, uh, that I don't usually get to see, uh, especially on a Saturday night. Um, we were working all day for the Iowa state Cincinnati game as well. Uh, I still had to do a column. I had two recruits I called on Saturday night, which you know, I, I, yeah, I would much rather do that on a different day, but I don't chart the days. I don't chart the calendar and I work every day. It's just what I do for a job. Cause hey, I right? it's only so many hours in the day, man. Right. Let's, um, let's be honest. They, the recruits only, the recruits only call when you call. That's the thing. That's exactly right. <laughs> um, Trust me. Yeah. You know that way better than I do. I didn't even, I didn't even connect that. That's what you were saying. <laughs> You're exactly correct. <laughs> um, no, so uh, I was. My original plan was to go down Friday and really hectic week. We had two media days back to back, football interviews, stuff, and this and that, and whatever, and some personal stuff uh, that I won't really get a ton into. But Friday happens. I'm unable to go. I'm ticked. You know, I booked this hotel, spent an hour on the phone unbooking the hotel. That was an adventure I didn't need in my life. Um, but like I did ended up not having to pay anybody anything, thankfully. Uh, basically if I had gone down Friday, the track is too far in. It's like a three hour drive. It's not substantially a lot. I would have been at the track, if not just in the town. Uh, at the time they canceled the race to get there early enough and, and do interviews and stuff. I would absolutely have been at the track doing interviews already at the time they canceled the race. It was about an hour before hot lap started on Friday. They canceled the race due to winds. 
Um, I'm not the guy, I don't want to complain about a series and a decision they make. Although that one, I will say, the forecast has the win number in it. You know, if it's close, put something out like, hey, we might show up and try, but there's no guarantee. And I know you don't want to do that because that hurts your gate. So there's, I mean, it's a double-edged sword and you can't always fall on the right side. Um, or in this situation, you really can't ever. But, you know, the forecast for what the Saturday show was looking like was very similar. If I had gone down Friday, we're burning hotel money and the same gas money I would have burnt on Saturday for a race to get canceled now or before hot laps. And it just, that doesn't make any financial sense to me. Um, we're at the end of our budget, not at the beginning. If it's the other way around, yeah, we probably would be down there. But we run our season uh, through the weekend of Knoxville Late Model Nationals, which is basically like, unless I'm lucky, the rest of the weekends are college football. There's in me working at college football games, not me wanting to sit on the couch and watch them. Um, unless I'm lucky, the rest of the year, is not race weekends uh, because we'd like it to be, but it just can't be sometimes. And, you know, in the future, we want to get to an area where it's different, but we treat how our seasons go as it's like the, uh, the nine to five nerds uh, like to call them quarters. And we treat them uh, quarterly. And the fourth quarter is the first quarter for our 2024 season. And that's why I keep telling you, we got big things uh, planned. It's also a country song that we like to sing. So, uh, yeah, I think I covered everything personal there that I wanted to get out there about why I didn't go. I hate, I hate not going because I want to be there and I want to see all my friends. I haven't seen them on. So I hope you guys all understood, um, that, and I, uh, hated to see Donnie shots win uh, when I wasn't there, that, that was cool to see. And I got to watch with my dad and my uh, grandparents and everything. So that, that was fine. But Turned into a hell of a race too after uh, all the shenanigans yeah. and long wait that we yeah there's uh, you gotta uh, they overwatered the track uh, and as Donnie said like they're trying to put on a good race there was over an hour and a half it was over a ninety minute delay between the B main and I, I don't know if that's hot laps or the A but cars on track for I mean if you go anywhere over. 30 minutes like you're kind of like what are we doing here what you i was just really thankful that dirt vision was doing that dirt zone thing because i had the, the midgets and i can't remember what else was on and i was also watching hockey with my wife and i was like man i haven't seen the outlaws in a little bit i wonder what's going on and i went and checked twitter david and was like david Rife or dave reef you know dave, I, 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 I just, he used to work and like he used to work in iowa a ton and like yeah so i grew up knowing him and to see him be able to do that is so freaking sick. Like it, he spent in time in Knoxville with, even back in the day with my grandpa when he was getting and he, started. And he did great on that. That was a fantastic, yeah. they knocked it out of the park. I didn't see one complaint about it. Did you? Yeah. But no, I, I saw a lot of positive feedback. Um, I, I did listen to it for a little while, but like I said, we were also watching hockey and so I didn't have it, uh, the sound on the whole time, but the I other mean, race was, was, uh, the other race was extreme outlaw series. Yeah, the extreme, but then there was something else too. Millbridge. I can't recall. Yeah, Millbridge. That's right. Yeah. yeah got to see him. There's tweets about like, hey, the five year olds are so psyched. They're weight racing on the same channel <laughs> right. as the outlaws. Like, this is yeah. nuts. I thought it was great, though. Like, the, the switching back and forth, it really did in a way felt like the NFL red zone. And I think that that's kind of what they're mm -hmm. the market they're wanting to lean into. And it's uh, like I tweeted about it, it's them differenti differentiating themselves a little bit from, from like flow well, uh, with, with what they can offer. 
the NHL's doing something like that for a day too. Yeah, they're doing it on ESPN Plus, aren't they? I hope, yeah, I hope this is the new uh, Netflix series documentary craze. I hope. God, there's too many documentaries, and the drive to survive one is just full of fake bullshit, and I'm, I'm done with all of it. I will say, I didn't get a chance to see it, but um, based on just the the Twitter following, like, everybody loved it. There was no nothing bad, like Connor was saying. Nothing bad was was said about it. Um, it was, it's really cool to see. Do you think that this is something they're going to continue to do moving forward? Yeah, assuming, um, and that's what we like to do on the show. I thought about this on the way in. What if we just had like hypotheticals that we said, uh, and we just talk about things as if they're all done? <laughs> we don't have to worry about logistics or anything. But we said hypothetically before all of it, and that's that's the whole nature to it, right? Um, unlogistically speaking, I don't know the numbers, I don't know the logistics, uh, but it, it seemed to go swimmingly enough and easily enough that they could do it every weekend if they wanted. Looking at the production, I I think that it looks like they're going to do it because that production didn't look like something that was just going to be a one-off weekend. You know, it looks like they had already kind of put the work in. And well, you got to practice like you play, Josh. Exactly. So this, that was their practice round. I think, um, I think they're doing it for, well, world finals is all at the same place. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see that again. Let's check, wonder, let's though, check like, in how, on the pitch. The, the model, their subscription right. model would, would work too, though, with that. Cause, cause you could kind of, I don't know how that would work. You might undercut your monthly or annual subs for, for just bouncing around race to race. I don't know. Yeah, I think it would cut your stats. I don't think it would cut the subscription number. Yeah, I think it's so, good for fans, though. Yeah, it, it'd yeah. Be a good option for fans that, that don't want to shell out that much money a month. Or it's honestly or more more of a track friendly thing. If you're in a meeting arguing how much you guys take in, well, I'm on Dirt Zone just like the rest of them on these days. Yeah, and that's what the ratings were there. So you have a chance to see more more tracks, and and I, I'm I'm just frankly tired of hearing the the bullshit excuse that, that streaming drives people out of the stand. So that's not even, no, we, if we don't fun, talk old, then... we don't talk old arguments on this show. We've buried that <laughs> yeah. one 13 times <laughs> as, as it should be buried for sure. Um, no. So, uh, sorry, I almost, I tried to say Justin Fiedler and I tried to say dirt tracker and it almost came out really bad. I don't know what <laughs> word would have came out of my mouth. It wouldn't have been good. Uh, but Justin Fiedler uh, had a video on this, I believe Thursday of last week, uh, about some quotes from Brian Carter about potentially starting a minor league series for the World of Outlaws um, in wake of this potential battle coming uh, between World Racing Group and uh, the High Limit Series. And I wanted to hit on it a bit. Um, obviously, I don't know much more than I knew going into the weekend because we didn't go to Lakeside. I just told, we just did that, right? Um, but I wanted to hit on kind of stuff like this because I've been saying for years um, that if you're tired of some of these guys that look like they don't belong out there, you need a an actual ladder system that can pay up and actually go through um, and take a driver through the ladder uh, upwards to the World of Allies or to whatever sprint car series is on top of everything. And it has to be in place and it has to be in place by people that know what they're doing. 
and that have the means to be able to pay that out. And hey, if you know Damon is the guy on the other side of the tire war thing, where uh, he's like, man, you can't. It doesn't always doesn't always breed competition. Doesn't always uh, doesn't always result in good things. I don't know. I, I see two very uh, very hungry, um, very. I don't want to call them wealthy group. Maybe yeah, wealthy groups, uh, well within their means of groups um, that might be ready to go to war, and you know maybe we get some cool stuff out of it. I don't know. Damon, I want I wanted Damon's comment specifically on the yeah. I want to hear you first. Competition David. breeds results. I mean, it does, doesn't it? Isn't that? Was, were you on the other side of that, or was I? What was I saying? I don't remember. I thought you I, were you were vehemently that it might be was, me. Yeah, I, say, could have been. I am okay if they add like uh, like you're talking on the tire war side. Like I'm okay with that. Like I get that because then it's going to it's going to help. It is going to help build competition, and people aren't going to have to pay more. Like that's that's my side of it. Is like, oh, you were, a, okay. It was definitely it had to have been Josh then. Maybe Josh or Caleb. I, I was, I was thinking of the the high limit outlaw thing. Um, I, I'm also one one monopoly over a, a key piece of of the racing, which is tires. Like right. that doesn't seem great, except for the like the companies involved. Um, Cause like you said, Damon, if you have competition that can drive prices down and stuff and instead of driving it up, which is what we've seen and, and nobody's really happy in the pits with, with the current situation, no, except for maybe I, the people wearing the purple. I'm in it for the teams and the drivers. And, you know, like we go for, as, as a race fan, we go for the, we go for the drivers and the teams and the cars, right? We don't go for what sticker is on the side of a tire. Like that's, that's, we don't do that. We, you know, and so I think if, if they want to add a, you know, want to add a minor league series, why not think about some of the drivers that are currently in the outlaws, like that are full-time with the outlaws, right? Donnie shots is any day now. Any day he could break out. He's a classic triple a racer. Any day now, <laughs> Donnie shots is going to sit out of that car. Right? It's a joke, everybody. Any day Donnie Schatz is going to sit out of that car. I got your joke, Connor. Yeah, you're not, you did not find it funny. I saw that. Thing. Not, not a fan. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, any day we're away from him stepping out. Brad Sweet can, you know, ride off into the sunset any day he wants. Like the competition's getting younger. And so it's making these, you know, it's making these guys who've been around. We're not going to see the longevity of a Sammy Swindell or a Steve Kinzer competing at that high level anymore, just because there's so many young guys that are coming through. So why not breed some of these next guys up, right? Especially if it's going to be at a, a lot lower cost for some of these teams too. And I bet, I bet some guys will be kind of smirking it at a lower cost until they see it. In, yes. In action, I, I was just about to say the same thing. We do not know the numbers. Yeah. Um, like, like Justin said on dirt tracker too, you guys are probably too young to remember the gum out series. Hell Connor, you may not have even been alive. I found, I found out by that video that it was a triple A series. Didn't know that at the yeah. time. I've heard yeah. that everyone talk, it, oh, go back to the gum out days. And I'm like, what sponsor did they have then? I haven't seen that logo. What the yeah. hell are they talking about? Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't that old like during that either, but I remember it. Like I remember Paul McMahon, who was probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite growing up 
um, him like kicking ass. And, you know, some people, some fans may have said that, well, the all-stars are like the minor leagues, right. With, with the outlaws being the title or the national touring series, but that's how I would compare it to people. Um, when I would talk to people about sprint car racing outside the sport. And when I say the ladder system, I'm more looking Mm -hmm. 360 or yeah, like that, what you're talking about in, in those real lower tier guys that would need a minor league tour that it would benefit them rather than, drag yeah. it needs to be more regional down. because because the all-stars i think they race too too wide of a schedule like yeah and and had some region. great words about that on here too he was going to be like a team like him i don't think he can he could do that right now but um like that maverick series or or the power eye series like those are the things that like if if you were able to get all of those together like in a gum out style series something that really hits all these big Midwest tracks. Um, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how that would shape up. I would say in fairness that that power I series was pretty what like I would say their schedule in the all-stars wasn't that dissimilar. Someone could say, I mean, the all-stars had way more races is what the deal was. Yeah. Like that's the big part of why it was less than feasible to race there than it would be one of those regional tours for those teams. Yeah. I mean, if you look at all the, the dirt tracks that, that sprint cars race at in the Midwest, like just staying, you know, Iowa, South Dakota, um, a couple, I guess, Minnesota too. But then you look at Indiana and Ohio, you hit those states there. I mean, you could be Missouri, like Missouri. Schedule. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely uh, room for wonder um, for what this off season will become. It's October 16th. Y'all know that weekend that PRI is, and it, yep, it's again on the Cyhawk basketball weekend, and yep, no one in racing gives two shits about it. I completely understand. Uh, I hope uh, to be there for two days. I don't know yet. I don't think that that's when things are going to break. I think we'll hear about things a lot prior, a lot more prior to that. Uh, but that being said, there, that's like six weeks from now. Yeah, time crazy, right? Now you guys feel old yet? And racing is done, or sprint car racing is done here in a few weeks. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of time for people to be thinking about things. We're in the we're thinking series right now. We're, we're yeah, we're yeah. in the talking stage. We're right there. So a lot can happen in the next six weeks. I I cannot wait to see the roller coaster. Um, but first five, I think five World of Allies races left on the schedule for the sprint cars this season, um, beginning with Devil's Bowl uh, in that finale, um, true finale. Uh, the track is being sold. Uh, this weekend is their final doubleheader. I think they put more money into it. I believe this Saturday main pays 30 grand to win now. That's the number I recall correctly. Uh, massive uh, boost to it. and. Uh, but really a massive loss to sprint car racing. It was the first track that ever hosted a world of allies race. Um, it always sucks. It sucks no matter what to see a track go away. The rumors out there say that it could have been an airport that is buying the track. And if it is, I, I might boycott flying the rest of my life. I already hate airports. You've already said you're going to boycott flying once. I know. Well, it wasn't whatever result I said that was going to happen didn't happen. I think I said I've been super tired of flying, but the American Airlines Center is where my favorite hockey team plays. And I swear to God, if those motherfuckers bought this damn dirt track, I 
It's dude, the it's the worst stars, industry. It is the worst industry in the world. They screw over the consumer every time you fly. Every single time. Every everyone has like horror stories of, oh, this happened on my flight home, and that's why I'm cranky today. Yeah, because they screw over the consumer no matter what company it is. It's insanely ridiculous to think they don't. And I, I have no idea why people keep going back to those companies and saying, yeah, screw me over some more. Here's another thousand dollars. Yeah, let's go pay it out. We'll take your money instead. How about that? Come out party with us in St. Louis, gateway dirt to December. We're looking for partners. This was all my creative way to get to ask you guys for money. So there we go. How about that? I will say, I finally you? do bring up a compelling point about <laughs> Flying you could argue that, uh, that that's why the High Limit Series exists, is guys got dis displeased with uh, one entity not thought, giving I, the value that you would expect. Yeah. I, I to tie it back to dirt racing. I mean, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no, like, it, there's no industry that screws over the consumers more where people have less brand value. Like, they're like, I'm just taking the cheapest ticket because they're all screwing me over. And so they just don't remember that, yeah, Spirit actually throws ice directly in your face every time you're on one of their planes. Just flight attendants. Pew, pew. Don't fly Spirit. That, but that, people don't do that, though. They, they just won't do that. They'll complain about it instead, and that's it. Because it's easy to fly Southwest. I, yeah, I, Southwest supports the. Well, I said fly American Airlines. They support the Dallas Stars, and they've screwed me over before. And the now Dallas. they, now they might screw me over. Okay, shut the hell up, hey. bandwagon Vegas fan. Hey, no, speaking of flying, from day one. Speaking of flying, we we glossed right over how how fast Donnie was going at the end of that race after he had <laughs> fallen back. True. Yeah, Lakeside. Because he, he went he back. He went back to six. Like yeah, he. Was I've never seen that. And I, he basically said, like, the track was going to come in at one point. I just wasn't going to be the dude that made it come in. <laughs> it's very smart. He, he did not have any time left. Donnie's great. Donnie, yeah, Donnie is so much fun to listen to now. Yeah, he's kind of entered the, I don't know, the fuck stage and just says, yes. whatever. And, and pretty dry most of the time, too, which I think adds to it. Yeah, it's the new Kirk Ferentz. I haven't done a dry interview with him in five years. Now, and that part of that is like how much he knew me and how much hopefully I grew on him and didn't annoy him to death, which I probably did anyways. But so you did that. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that one. <laughs> but that yeah, you you nailed it exactly right. Um sucks Devil's Bulls closing. Um but very much so. It is what it is. Um and you know we'll, we'll see maybe maybe someone comes in at the last minute but i'm not holding out hope right now um i didn't want to talk about this more i saved it for the dirt show uh but logan Seavey, silver crown uh champion capping off a massive massive season uh for what he's done he's in my driver of the year conversation He's going to win the USAC midget title. That's, you know, if he loses, you guys can come back to me and say I'm a jinx again. Go for it. Will not bother me one bit. Uh, so he's going to win USAC midgets. He won USAC silver crown. He swept the four crown nationals. He swept the USAC part. Didn't race the wing sprint car part. I hated that we couldn't Won the chili bowl. Won the chili bowl. Won Indiana midget week. Um, yeah, he, and there was that, uh, I think Walker tweeted about it. Uh, there was that, um, hold on. 
Let me see if it said the race. I had it written down on my notes. Okay, I don't know the tracks they were at, but uh, he won a USAC midget race and a silver crown race in the same day. Different tracks. Yeah, I like drove in. Drove in. I'm not as brushed up on him. I, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think everybody, or most people, will too. He, I just can't remember the name of it, like you. Yeah, he's in. He's in my driver of the year uh, conversation right now. Is it the Bettenhausen? It might have been. I mean, you could say any of the 11, 12 races on the schedule, and I, I would say maybe. Yeah. I mean, he. what else can you say, man? He he killed it this year, and, you know, what else does he have to prove? And, like, what what does the future look like for if him? If you're looking for a driver and you aren't calling Logan CV, what, what's exactly. the holdup? When did he, what did he do to you? Yeah. So. He seems like a sprint car guy, so it'd be. I'm curious to see if he wants to kind of make that step into like the wing cars next, because um, I, I don't think he's gotten the most opportunities in that, uh, or at least for a long period of time. But you've seen with Wyndham and Sunshine, KTJ, two um, guys that are are making that next step. And I mean, he's shown with with all the stuff that he's done this year. I mean, I think the right opportunity he could uh, definitely be one to watch. Yeah, I think so. that'd be probably one of my more intriguing stories of the year going into 2024 uh, for yeah. stuff like that. I can't wait to write that call. God, there's so much stuff I want to write today that just <laughs> stuff hasn't come together yet enough for me to be able to do it. So, um, no, so he's in my conversation for driver of the year. We're going to do at the end of this year, we're going to do an award show. Um, we're working on details of that and brainstorm. If you guys have award ideas, uh, we might do Pennsylvania dumbass of the year. We might just do dumbass of the year. Um, might two separate awards. Who knows? Uh, if you have any, let us know. We'll, we'll let you have like the presenting sponsorship for that award, uh, per se. If you send us the idea, you will be credited with the ideas when I'm trying to tell you. Um, we're gonna have new sprint car rankings out this week. Um, Damon's on that. He's been preparing for the season with a lot of young pups. Uh, and then I got to figure out who my driver of the year will be because it's it's going to come down to Logan CV, Kyle Larson, uh, that RTJ dude that's pretty cool, pretty cool guy, and that Bobby Pierce guy that I talk about all the time. I think it's the thing. Freddie Raymer. Oh, shut the fuck up. God damn it. <sighs> hey, he's top five. Yeah. We he need needs to be a nominee. We need to top, get him top on the driver, show. One top drivers in uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> can't argue with stats. You just can't. The numbers don't lie. No. <laughs> God damn, man. Uh, I can't, wait. You, I can't wait to have a World Outlaws Minor League Series that we can pump up numbers in the same fashion. Right back at right back at the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> no. Um, this weekend, though, Dirt Track World Championship. 200 grand, I think, to win. Is that right? Is it 300? Yeah, I think so. Is it 200? Okay. Uh, who you guys got? What you thinking? I, I'm going to just go out on a limb here and take RTJ. <laughs> I mean, he's proven time and time again that this is his year. Like, every time that we, we talk about late models, right? Yeah, well, every time that he's on the track without the 32 there. Well, you can you can think that, but I'm just going to tell you that it's 
straight up, it is. I think it's RTJ's to lose, like, honestly. And that's tough to say because of guys like Bobby, guys like Davenport, you know, Hudson O'Neill, who's really good right now. Like, it's tough to say that, but RTJ, man, is on rails this year. Josh, I'm dragging up with you, uh, with you that I'm a Bobby Pierce fan. Hell yeah. We're Josh and Connor teaming up is, oh man, we've never seen that before. Well, Damon, you didn't even, you weren't at date. You weren't at Saturday at the Knoxville Nationals. We had a lot of traumatic things happen. A lot of good things. <laughs> we bonded. He was, he was there. I saw the picture. Yeah, that's yeah true. I was there. It's the best Photoshop of anyone's ever done this year. I was a lot skinnier back then. He was hiding in the hole that Dave was pointing at. We just had to get him up out of there. Yeah, yeah Dave was figuring out the track. I was down there while I was down there filling the hole. <laughs> Man, that... <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. How close are we to racing season next year? We're like 150 days or so. You Too should have the countdown. I, I only have the countdown for the cup race in Iowa, and I, I realize mid-sentence I can't reference that on this show. We you split have space on your walls. You could put stuff like like the Christmas little things. You just tear off a piece of paper every day. You don't. Eat, you do not understand how many calendars I've had, or I would have. Well, how many of those? Got plenty of space. Look at look at all the space you got. I think maybe instead of sprint car wing panels, we have just countdown clocks. <laughs> Everything's just it's an anxiety room. Like, hey, buddy, this is coming up. <laughs> that's gonna definitely help out your uh, your anxiety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just really I'm crying laughing at how how like scary that would be for me. <laughs> Oh man, oh, that was a good show. I think I, you guys got anything else you wanted to say? I'm good. I think I'm good, man. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, send us questions if you want. Um, I can't promise we'll be back later this week. We might be. Uh, it might be a, me doing a solo thing again. Um, let us know what you want to see. Let us know if you like it better once a week or not. And uh, hopefully, we got to your your favorite driver, your favorite series. And if we didn't. Uh, just constantly tweet us about how stupid we are for not thinking that Freddie Raymer should be in their top 25 <laughs> poll. Okay. That's all you got to do. And we'll, you'll, you'll get mentioned on the show. What can I say? So we've seen that feedback, right? That's right. <laughs> appreciate, <laughs> appreciate y'all for following along. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks guys.